If you've been following my Instagram stories, you guys will know I've been having a slight obsession lately with taco salad. Why is it literally the most delicious thing on the planet to me right now? I'm not sure, but I think it has something to do with the dressing I put on it. Lately, I've been using Primal Kitchen cilantro lime dressing for my taco salads and then throwing in some tomato, avocado, red onion, black beans, shredded vegan cheddar, and crushed tortilla chips. And wow, you guys, mwah chef's kiss. I love Primal Kitchen products because they make it easy to recreate your classic favorites with elevated ingredients. You know I'm on a journey right now personally with my digestion and skin, so having high quality ingredients that are good for me but also taste amazing is so important. I cannot be out here eating bland, flavorless meals, okay? That is not my vibe. Absolutely not. They also have the most amazing pesto mayo that's paleo and keto certified and made with avocado oil along with so many other flavorful condiments for summer grilling, marinades, salads, and sandwiches. My dad put their mango jalapeno barbecue sauce on some chicken and threw it on the grill the other night, and it was divine. I've also been loving the matcha collagen keto latte. I make it iced and just add a little vanilla creamer and oat milk to it. So good. And it has the collagen already in it for hair, skin, and nail support. And it's dairy-free and sugar-free, which is my vibe lately. I can't say enough good things about Primal Kitchen. So if you're like me and you don't want to compromise ingredient quality, but you still want your meals to taste amazing, you can find Primal Kitchen products in your local grocery store or visit primalkitchen.com and save 10% with the code Sam Daily 10. What's up guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I thought it was about time for us to have a little pep talk. So this week's episode is going to be a quick burst of motivation to help you stop overthinking and start taking action. So this is a little pep talk that I recorded last year and I wanted to bring it back. It's not on the podcast, but I did share it on my Instagram, but I think you're going to love it, especially if you're in a space in your life where you are feeling like maybe a job or a relationship or a city or a situation of some kind that you're in isn't fully aligned and you are wanting to manifest, attract your next level dream life, this conversation is going to help you because we're talking about how to figure out if you are even available for your dream life. We're all, you know, thinking about doing this work and wanting to manifest all the things, but are we even available for it? Would you even be able to receive it? So in this chat, we're going to unpack a lot of the different elements of how to figure out if you might be blocking yourself from even accessing, attracting, or receiving your dream life. So this is going to be a juicy episode. Tune in. It's really quick, short. It's a burst of motivation. I hope you guys enjoy it. Before we dive in, I just want to let you know that we are getting ready to release and open the spots for the 2022 retreat. So I'm going to give you some of the details that you're going to hear it here first. And if you are not already on the wait list and you're thinking about coming to this retreat, you are definitely going to want to go to the link in my Instagram bio. I'll also link it in the show notes below and immediately add your name to the wait list because there are so many women on this list. I know these retreat spots are absolutely going to sell out and it's going to be the most epic experience ever and such a cool way to close the year together. So this is what I'm able to share with you so far. The retreat is going to be in the Dominican Republic, 
We're going to be in the Caribbean. We're going to be staying in this beautiful private beachfront villa. So literally our villa, you walk right out from your rooms onto the sand. And there's a big, gorgeous infinity pool. There's a swim up bar. We have a private chef, full-time staff helping us organize and serve us while we're on the retreat. And we have our own private access right to the white sands and crystal blue waters of the Dominican Republic beach. So if that's not enough, also it's going to be such a transformational experience. I have so many incredible workshops and master classes planned for you guys and experiences. We're going to do guided ceremonies. We're going to do excursions. We're going to go to a waterfall. It's going to be like, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. It's going to be one of those things that really changes your life. And I can say this with full confidence because it retreats for me have fully revolutionized and changed my life. And they hold a really special spot in my heart because my dream to create and facilitate my own transformational retreats in luxury locations began all the way back in 2018 when I was helping another influencer create her retreats and guide them. And I was traveling to Greece and Bali and getting to watch all of the magic unfold that happens on retreats. And I wasn't even a coach yet. I didn't even have a business. I wasn't working for myself. I was so broke. I was in a place in my life where I was really just trying to claw my way out of a job that I hated and, you know, not having any money and all these kinds of things. So it was in that place, in the depth of, you know, me being really unhappy with where I was at in life, where I felt inspired, you know, someday I'm going to be able to do this. Someday I'm going to take women to white sand beaches and we are going to transform our lives together. And so the fact that it's coming to life now and it's happening is beyond me. It's so freaking exciting. If you guys are familiar with my journaling method that I teach inside of From Burnt Out to Badass, it's called the 335. And the last piece of it is your five big goals for your life. And for the past several years, one of those goals that I've been writing down consistently is I host transformational retreats for women in luxury locations. And it's here now. It's totally materialized and manifested. And I cannot wait for this experience together and to see the women that come together on this retreat and we just get to sit in sisterhood and deep transformation together for five days Oh my God, it's going to be incredible. So it's five days, four nights in the Dominican Republic. It's in early December. I'm not going to release exact dates just yet. That will come out when we open the spots. Um, But we will let everybody know who is on the wait list first that spots are open and you guys will have access first before the public does. So you get, um, yeah, first come first serve from the wait list. So if you want to be able to potentially secure a spot and check out the different rooms and the pricing and all of that, and just be first in line, you'll want to make sure that your name is on the wait list. We will send you guys an email and let you know, okay, spots are going to be opening in X amount of days, get ready. And then 
you will get first access to purchase and reserve your spot before anybody else. The retreat will 100% sell out just based on numbers. We only have 12 spots on the retreat and there's almost 100 people on the wait list. So you do the math, right? Um, so yeah, get your name on the wait list, get ready. It's going to be the most epic transformational experience and I can't wait. Stay tuned. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at underscore Samantha daily for all the updates and to know when spots are open. Also, my graphic designer just got back to me with the final branding and logos and colors and everything that we're creating. The retreat has its own name and brand identity, and it's all just so freaking epic. I can't wait for you guys to see it. If you've missed some of the Instagram stories that I've shared about the retreat so far, there is a saved highlight on my Instagram where you can go and see actual pictures of the villa and the beach where we'll be staying. So you can head over to my Instagram and check that out if you're interested interested and obviously get your name on the wait list. So that's all for updates and reminders for now. Let's jump into this pep talk and I'll talk to you guys soon. Welcome to the makeshift happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie here to bring you all things, mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. I'm a little later than expected, but I wanted to jump on for an impromptu live because I felt really, really inspired this morning. So this is going to be about how to know if you're energetically available for your dream life, right? We think a lot of times that our dream life situation is kind of out there somewhere far off into the distance. And we're like doing this game where we're like chasing after and we're like trying to catch up with it, right? But I want to kind of like flip the script a little bit and talk about how to know if you are available for your dream life. So we often think like, oh, I have these big dreams, these goals, like I want to quit my job or I want to start a business or I want to become a coach or I want to uh, find like a my person, get in a relationship or I want to finally love my body or feel really confident or trust my intuition. We have these big dreams and goals and we feel like they are far away or they're unavailable to us or they're not possible, right? Like I want to do this thing. I want to start this business. I want to have this type of lifestyle, but it feels not fully possible. It feels like it's not available for me yet. Like it feels a little bit too far out of reach. But the question that I want you to start asking yourself is like, are you available for it? Not is the dream available for me? Am I able to attain it? But more so, am I available for it? Like, am I open and available and energetically aligned in order to receive the dream? So rather than being in this energy or this idea of like, I have to chase after this dream life and I hope that it's available for me, we're now looking at it from the standpoint of like, what if we could become more magnetic and actually draw that thing towards us so that we're not having to do all the chasing and 
So when we look at it that way, we have to question like, am I available for that? Am I a match for that? Am I open for that? Would that be the type of thing that would be drawn towards me based on how I'm acting, who I am, what my thoughts are, what my actions are, all that type of stuff, right? So a question that I want you to ask yourself is like, where are my standards? Where are my standards? Because if you look at your life right now, whatever's going on for you, you can apply this to any area, right? Relationship, career, interpersonal relationships, family, friends, anything that's going on for you. What are your standards? Okay, how do we figure out our standards? Our standards, well, we will be shown our standards based on what's happening for us in life right now. So for example, I've been having lots of conversations with women who are like in jobs that don't feel inspiring to them. They're draining. They are unfulfilling. They want something more, but they feel like, oh my gosh, it's so far away. It's so hard. It's so impossible. Eek, how can I ever do it? Right? So flipping the script, turning it back on yourself and being like, am I available for that more fulfilling, more abundant, different type of life and job and career? What are your standards? Well, your standards are whatever you're experiencing right now. That's what you are accepting, right? And you may think like, oh no, I have high standards. Like I really want this thing. I want to be treated this way. I want to have this level of responsibility. I want to have this level of compensation or abundance or whatever. That's what I want. That's my standard. But your standard is actually what you're choosing, So you have to ask yourself, what am I actively choosing, right? Am I choosing to take the risk to jump outside my comfort zone, to try something new, to be willing to fail? Or am I choosing to sit in discomfort? Am I choosing to sit in unfulfillment? Am I choosing to sit in lack, scarcity, fear, fear of judgment, all the things? Yeah, so your standards are reflected in what is actually occurring for you in life right now. That's how we get to know what our standards are, right? So if you're like, fuck, okay, my standards, I need to raise the bar a little bit because this is not, this is not what I wanted. Like this is like my standards that need to be higher then because I don't like where I am. So that's good. But you need to start choosing differently then, right? Because your standards are what you're currently choosing. And whatever you are not changing you are choosing. That's a really, 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 really valuable quote to remember. Whatever you're not changing means that you're choosing. And if you're choosing it, that is your standard. That's where you've set the bar. That's what you've said. This is what I'm energetically available for. This is what I'm aligned with. This is the type of treatment that I allow myself to receive. These are the types of people that I allow in my space and in my life. This is the type of job that I am allowing myself to have. And, you know, this is the level of compensation that I am at a standard for. So it's like it's this uncomfortable conversation with ourselves where we have to, like, get really uh, honest and be like, okay, like, if I'm not changing it, I'm choosing it. And if I'm choosing it, it means that's my standard. That's where I've set the bar. And if it's not making me happy, if it's not lighting me up, if it's not making me feel inspired, if it's not making me feel expansive and abundant, then that means I need to raise that bar. So how do we raise the bar? We start choosing differently. We start doing different things. Yeah, you have to choose differently if you want to raise that bar and shift that standard and get energetically aligned in order to be available for the thing that you're saying is the thing that you want. Right. If we look at it in terms of relationships, for example, if you're saying that you want someone who like 
honors you and loves you and trusts you and you have mutual respect and you have fun together and you want adventures and all these things. And you're like, yes, I want that. But at the same time, you're entertaining dates with people that don't really text back too frequently or they're sort of flaky or you can tell that they don't really want a, a deep commitment in the same way that you do. Like, that's your standard. That's what you're choosing. Energetically, you're showing up in the world and saying to the universe, I'm available to be treated this way. These are the types of people that I allow into my life. These are the types of dates that I say yes to. These are the types of jobs or opportunities that I say yes to that I'm like, yep, I'll do that. I'll be treated like garbage. <laughs> like we just have to accept that that is the reality. That's the standard that we've set. If you're not changing it, you're choosing it. So you got to start moving differently. You got to start making different choices. You have to step outside of your comfort zone and start to radically shift the way that you're showing up in the world and choose different. You have to start to say no to people. You have to say no to those dates. You have to stand up for yourself at work or say no when people ask you to do too many things and it's overwhelming and it's, you know, you have too many things on your plate and you have no time for yourself and you're completely losing yourself in life or in career because you have no boundaries and you're so spread thin. Like you have to start saying no. You have to start doing something different. You have to start rejecting the things that are not what you want. This is the definition of alignment is saying no to the things that are not a representation of where you're going and what you're trying to create, right? So if you're trying to create this big, beautiful, abundant dream life full of love and joy and purpose and happiness, then all the things that are not that, you gotta start saying no to them. But what happens is we're not always willing to say no because we want the validation. We want the immediate uh, gratification, the feeling of connection with someone or the feeling of, you know, being seen or being heard or, you know, someone saying good job or whatever it is. We, we want that. We crave that. So we sacrifice. We sacrifice what we actually want, the vision of where we're actually trying to go for that momentary fleeting moment of validation or connection. And that is the definition of self-abandonment. And when you self-abandon, it all goes to shit. You inevitably get what you don't want, right? I don't know how many times I can say this. I say this all the time. You know, this is my favorite quote by Mark Groves, which is when you don't stand in the truth of what you want, you inevitably get what you don't want. So if you're going on dates with people that are a representation of being something that you don't fully want, or you're going to job interviews for jobs that you're like, meh, it's kinda, it'll work, but I don't know. Or you're sitting in a job that you're like, this isn't it, like I don't feel like this is where I wanna be, you're abandoning yourself. You're looking at where you're trying to go and what you want and the dreams that you actually wanna create, and then you're turning around and you're accepting something totally different, and you're setting a standard that's so much lower than that. So that's where we have to start to change. And someone that I love to follow is Preston Smiles. And I heard him talking about this the other day. And he was talking about how there's three intelligence centers in the body. So we've got the head, we've got the heart, and we have the gut. So I don't know if you know, but the gut and the brain are actually like really, really connected. And there's a lot of intelligence held in the gut. But when we think about like where we make decisions from and how we kind of operate, these are the three uh, intelligence centers of the body. The mind or the head, the heart, and the gut. And so when you, when you kind of like split that up into quadrants in the body, what you have is you have this 
top part here, which is like one third of those three energy centers. And then you have this whole bottom part below, which is the body, right? Which is where somatic experiences live, which is where if you've ever read the book, the body keeps the score. You'll know that emotions that go unfelt and lived trauma and difficult experiences, it all lives in the body, right? It all lives in our subconscious, which is, you know, below the neck. So we're making a lot of our life decisions based on just this one third of our intelligence, right? We have the three intelligence centers and from below the neck down is so much bigger than from here up. But we get so in our head, we get so in our conscious mind, we get so in our ego, we make all of our decisions from here. And we totally ignore and disregard what's happening in the heart and what's happening in the gut because we think, oh, that's not real. That's not logical. That's not, that doesn't have a solid argument behind it, right? Because your heart and your gut are never going to have an argument. They're never going to show up with words, right? This is like when I talk about the difference between ego and intuition. When people are like wanting to tune into their intuition, the first thing that I say is that your intuition doesn't have words. It's never going to speak to you in an argument. It's never going to say, this is a good idea because you should do this because that's always going to be your ego. That's always going to be up here in the conscious mind where our words and thoughts are formulated, right? But the heart and the gut, they have so much intelligence and so much inner knowing, but we disregard them because they don't show up for us in words. They only show up for us in feelings. And we've been taught and trained and programmed to disregard our feelings and to believe that other people know better than us and somebody else has a better answer and how we feel is not necessarily the reality. And, you know, there's probably somebody else that can give us better advice than what we can give to ourselves. Yeah. So we're operating out of only one third of the intelligence of our body by ignoring our heart and our gut centers. And when we think about the conscious mind, like I talk about this all the time too, the conscious mind is only about 5% of your overall awareness. So everything that's going on for us right now, everything that you can see, touch, smell, every thought that you can have, every piece of information or data that you can process is happening inside the conscious mind. Our life happens in the conscious mind. And that's only 5% of our overall awareness, which means 95% of our awareness, of our intelligence is in the subconscious mind, right? It's like the, the iceberg. Yeah, what you see on top, it looks like that's what it is. It's that big hunk of ice, like, wow, that's huge, right? That's what the world looks like to us through our conscious mind. But what you don't see is what's below the surface of the water, which is even bigger and so much deeper and so much more complex and so much more impactful, right? So the subconscious mind is so insanely bigger and more impactful than the conscious mind. Anything that you can consciously think is not gonna be able to change things in your life nearly as much as the subconscious, which is why I work on subconscious reprogramming with so many of my clients because I know it's the key to like actually changing stuff, you know? Have you ever like tried to start a habit or wanted to change something in your life and you're like, I'm gonna start doing this. Like I'm I'm committed now, like this time it's gonna work. And you, you're like, I, I know that I do this thing because I have this belief and I know that that's silly and I don't want to feel that way anymore and I don't want to believe myself anymore. So I'm going to do this differently now, right? Now I'm going to start. And then something happens and you fuck it up and you don't make the change. You don't switch the pattern or start the new habit or whatever it is because 
you're only operating in the conscious mind and you can consciously know whatever you want to know. You can know your patterns and behaviors. You can know where things come from. You can know that it's not necessarily a logical or a real reason to hate your body or to feel insecure about your body or whatever it is, right? But is that going to stop you from judging yourself the next time you look in the mirror? Even if you know, like, I know that I'm worthy. I know that I'm beautiful. I know that I'm so much more than what I look like on the outside. We can know that on a conscious level, but is it going to change the inner critical voice that you have the next time you look in the mirror? Probably not until you start to dive deeper and do some more of that subconscious work, right? Because that's 95% of your awareness. And that's what motivates all of your habits, patterns, and behaviors is the subconscious mind and the subconscious programming. So like, and, and we're kind of working with this, this concept of needing to push past the fears because whatever dream life you're trying to create and get aligned with is obviously going to be a little bit scary in some sense because it wouldn't be a dream life unless it were like some level higher than where you're operating at right now. And when we're reaching for anything that feels kind of far away, there's going to be fears involved. It's going to feel uncertain or unsafe in some way. So we're trying to push past these fears that are uncomfortable to our current personality. So what, who we are currently and who we're operating as, our current personality, it has fears or uncertainties around the dream life and what it's going to take to get there and what it's going to look like once we get there and what if we fail and what are people going to say and all those things, right? So we have to try and push through the fears of the current personality. And the reason I say current personality is because according to psychology research, Sorry, guys, low battery. According to psychology research, we know that personality is flexible. It's malleable. It's changeable. We are ever evolving and our personality can actually change. So your personality is basically just made up of how you think, act and feel the most often. And so if you change the way that you think, act and feel the most often, you effectively change your personality, right? But so these fears that we have about achieving or being able to achieve our dream life are coming from our current personality and our thoughts that we're having the most often and our thoughts that that which then become feelings, right? Our thoughts are converted into feelings. Oh my gosh, what if I fail? Now I feel scared, right? Thoughts become feelings. The problem with thoughts is that they're continuously recycled over and over and over again. Like we have the same thoughts every day, like so many of them. <laughs> we have probably around like anywhere from like 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. That's a lot of thoughts, but 90 to 95% of them are the same as they were the day before, which is really crazy because we think we're having this like new experience every day and we're actually just like recycling 90 to 95% of our thoughts day after day after day after day. So if your thoughts create your feelings and your thoughts and feelings create how you show up in the world, how you act, right? And that makes up your personality and you're having the same thoughts over and over again every day, then you're going to continue being the same version of yourself. You're going to continue having the same personality. You're going to continue to have the same fears and things that are blocking you from becoming a newer version that is able to go after the dream life and actually be aligned with it and choose to change the things that are below the standard by which you want to live. 
I hope this is making sense to you guys. Give me some, <laughs> give me some hearts or some comments or something. Cause I know I'm like moving quickly and I'm like banging through this, but so our thoughts are recycled over and over and over again. 95% of them are the same as they were the day before. So we have to start to change the way that we think so that we can change the way that we feel so that we ch can change the way that we act so that we can become a new version of ourselves, a new version of our personality so that we can start to actually implement these new standards and become aligned with our dream life. Yeah, I'm bringing it all together. <laughs> this is how we're connecting it all, right? And the thing about our thoughts is that they're based on our need for survival. Like they just always will be. That's, that's part of the limbic system in the brain is we're always scanning for danger. We're always scanning for what could go wrong. We're always scanning for error. We're always scanning for, you know, uh, how am I going to get rejected or how am I, how am I going to get kicked out of the tribe or how am I going to be not have money and be unsafe and not have safety, right? Money today is our resource. It's equivalent to our primal needs that we had at one point for food and shelter and community, right? Because if you don't have money, you can't, you don't have anywhere to live. And if you don't have money, you don't have anything to eat. Yeah. So like you're fucked basically, right? Which is why money creates so much fear for people, intense levels of fear, even in situations where we realistically know I would be fine, right? There's a lot of people that I talk to that are like, I know, like if I quit my job, I probably would be okay for like a decent amount of time just based on my savings. And even if I wasn't, I know that I have family and friends and people that would like obviously help me and support me. Like I would never go homeless, you know, like I would be able to get back on my feet and eventually find a new job. Like logically, I know that like it would not be the end of my safety if I were to leave my job. But the feeling in the body is that feeling of like I could die. Like that's the level of fear uh, uh, like associated with leaving your job because you're abandoning money and money is your resource that equals housing and food. And that's like a we have a primal response to that. So if you feel scared to take risks, like just know, like it, you're not crazy. You're not alone. <laughs> like it's totally normal. And like it's because of our programming. It's because of those primal needs that we have for safety. So our thoughts are always going to be based around like looking for what is the lowest risk decision, right? What is going to keep me the most safe? What has the lowest risk? But unfortunately, what has the lowest risk is usually what also provides you with the lowest amount of growth. And so that's the battle that we come up against when we want to create change and we want to move towards our dream life is our body and our reptilian brain wanting to keep us safe and wanting us to choose the lowest risk option. And then our conscious mind knowing like, fuck, I have to do something outside of my comfort zone. I have to take a big leap. I have to take a risk or else nothing is going to change. And so those are the two parts of ourselves that come head to head when we're trying to create more joy, abundance, fulfillment, happiness, all the things that are, you know, kind of make up everybody's own version of their dream life. So this is the work that I do with my clients, because as you can tell, it's like a lot. It's a lot. And there's like very real fears and challenges and risks that come up whenever you're trying to create a different version of yourself or a different version of your life. And it's really, really hard 
based on everything that I've, that I've said, like you can see why it's really challenging to do this on your own because you have those two parts of yourself that are like, I should do it. No, let's stay safe. I should do it. No, I'm going to like lose all my money. And what if I ever get another job? And what if nobody loves me? And right. And then you're just kind of caught in this trap of overthinking and you get stuck. And then you're just like, ah, I'll think about it later or okay, next week. Or, you know, you forget about it for a while and then you come back to it a month later when something else happens at work that you're like, oh my God, I really need to get out of here now. And then you think about it all over again and then you overthink about it because your ego gets involved and it's trying to keep you safe. And it's like, no, this is a good job. You should just be grateful. You have this, you have that. It provides this for you. The ego is going to throw all the thoughts at you that are going to make you stay in the low risk decision. That's just what you have to expect. The thoughts that are going to come up for you are always going to be the most logical thoughts in order to keep you in the lowest risk decision possible. But as you guys know, low the lowest risk possible is always like the lowest opportunity for growth. All right, you guys, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this quick little pep talk. Don't forget to add your names to the retreat waitlist if you're thinking about coming and joining us in the Dominican Republic in December at the end of this year. And also... As you're listening to this, if you're listening to it in real time, tomorrow I will be getting on a plane to go to New York City with my assistant who many of you know, Lori. She is in the United States of America. We are getting on a plane together. We're going to New York City. We're doing a little girls trip. So make sure that you're following along on Instagram as I'm going to try to share the journey with you guys and we're going to come to you live when we're together to give you the monthly vibe check for July that we usually do in a joined like IGTV live video, but we're actually going to be able to do it in person (laughs) this time. So Lori has been on the podcast before. Maybe you know her from that. She is my amazing assistant who maybe you've received some emails from. She is also our in-house astrologer who gives you guys the astro updates and what's happening with the moon every single month in our Monday motivation emails. She's also a close friend of mine now and was a client of mine and has taken pretty much every offer, course, program, one-to-one, anything that I've ever created. So she's very much in my world and is a deep part of the work that I do. So I'm so excited that we get to finally meet up in person, do a girl's trip in New York, and I'm going to try and share as much of it as I can through stories and just on Instagram. And maybe we'll be able to create some fun reels together. But honestly, usually when I'm like on a trip or on vacation, I'm not the best at creating content, even though it's the best time to create content. I'm just like too in the moment of like enjoying it to even think about filming it, which I guess is a good thing. But follow along on Instagram, see our adventures, and we will keep you guys updated with a time that we're going to go live in person together to give you the July vibe check, the astro update, and your moon rituals for the month. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you so, so much. If you enjoyed this episode or any episodes of the show, don't forget to copy the link and send it to a friend, sister, mom, coworker, someone that you think would enjoy it, or take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at underscore Samantha Daily and at Makeshift Happen Podcast. All right, love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.